TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of BXB, Bronx Baseball, the Yankees podcast, along with my co-host, Keith McPherson. I'm Sweeney Murdy, special edition on this Wednesday, December 7th, because uh, about an hour ago, I guess news came down that Aaron Judge, Keith, is staying with the New York Yankees. Good morning. Good morning. We won. I feel like the Yankees win. The Yankees win. I wake up at 8.30, 10 minutes uh, before that. I think John Morosi put out the tweet. And uh, I had a feeling last night, we spoke last night during my show on WFAN. We talked through all the possibilities of what could be happening, speculation of what went on. But ultimately, my my first take when I opened the show was that this didn't come out right. This didn't come out the way that anybody really planned for it to be announced. And I felt like that swung things in the Yankees' favor. If you're the New York Yankees and you don't want to be embarrassed, you don't want egg on your face, if you're the New York Yankees, you kind of walk around with a little bit of a uh, swagger and respect and level of uh, doing things out at the winter meetings. And the Yankees seemed blindsided by this. The Yankees seemed like they had no plans to meet with judge yesterday. They weren't flying the plane. You know, you heard everything. And for the tweet to come out saying that he appeared to be signing with the giants. And then for hours and hours to pass, I did a five hour show two hours after nothing, that tweet broke, happened, right? and nothing happened. So nothing happening, right? I think I said last night, if the Yankees survive tonight, right, today, if December 6th passes and we know the history of Barry Bond signing on December 6th, not taking the Yankees off or signing with the Giants, I'm like, if the 6th passes, I think it swings in the Yankees' favor. And it did. In your direction, right? That's what you were feeling. You were feeling all the good vibes at that point. Uh, Nine years, $360 million is a lot of money, and it's exactly – what the Yankees needed to do, you know, they needed to make sure we've talked about this a lot. There is no version of the Yankees off season that would be considered successful if Aaron judge was in a different uniform. And even last night, and this is what you and I talked about on the air, Keith, is that the Yankees were hoping they would have a chance to match or, you know, be brought back into that discussion uh, because it did appear that the Giants were leading this race um, and they had made the offer, but the Yankees weren't sure yet if Judge was going to allow them to to come back and, and match it off for more, whatever the case may be. And apparently Judge decided for comfort, 
uh, familiarity, legacy over starting over again. Yes, I said yesterday as well that I already felt that initial shock. I already felt what it felt like to read that Judge was no longer a Yankee. And I think the world got that, right? It's bigger than just, uh, you know, guys in the media like us or Yankees Twitter. The whole entire world was tuned in on where Judge was going. Time athlete of the year. The guy that broke the home run record. You could be the most casual of casual baseball fans. There was a few minutes yesterday where the world thought Aaron Judge actually left and was going home to San Francisco. That didn't happen. And so now we see the deal. And I obviously just woke up at 830, been running around. I didn't uh, read any of the details of the contract or anything else. I did see that, you know, he flew into San Diego yesterday and we were all wondering, when's he going to pop up at the winter meetings? He flew to San Diego to talk to San Diego. Obviously, they put out $342 million for Trey Turner, and he didn't take that, so they pivoted and had three forty-two for Judge, I'm sure. But, man, I'm just happy because so many people, even last night taking calls, were ready to say, Cashman screwed this up. This is all on Hal and Cashman. He's their player. They could have locked him up early. They disrespected no, him putting they, that no, number they out. No, they couldn't. Remember, the player is in control here, okay? And locking him up early – only works if the player wants that to happen. And as Aaron Judge was going through his career at some point, you know, locking the player up early is when the team gets a discount. And that's only if the player wants to give it to you. And if the player is, is you know, locked in on whatever security he's getting. Guys who are of the star caliber of Aaron Judge usually, usually don't go uh, that early. Uh, you've had some instances where, I mean, yeah, I don't listen. Mike Trout signed an extension and Lindor after getting traded signed an extension, didn't hit the open market. So there are players like that. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but the player has to want that. And the player has to be in a position for that. Uh, and judge's career was a little iffy on where the numbers were going to go because of his injury history. So the Yankees came in a number the factor before the season that factored in some of that. And Judge was saying, I'm not that player anymore. Let's wait another year and see where this goes. Well, Keith, this is where it went. Excellent. Greatest bet on yourself year of all time. I mean, I said, I'm like, if this guy is turning down $213 million, we're going to have a hell of a year. Did I know it was going to be a record-setting year and turn into $360 million? Nobody knew. But – um you know, I feel blessed that, you know, I was in the building for a lot of those home runs. I was very close to a lot of this, uh, you know, being on WFAN, covering it, having this podcast. Like, this is all historic. This is all history. Aaron Judge continues his legacy as a New York Yankee. He gets to build on this. And he himself said in that Time Magazine video, it's about the World Series, the home run record, chasing a triple crown, all stars, stuff like that, individual accolades. It's cool. But you play the game to win the World Series, to win the World Championship. Tells you he thinks his best chance is still going to be over the course of nine years. It is. Still with the Yankees than the Giants. He wasn't going to join J.D. Davis and Wilmer Flores and Tyro Estrada and uh, Mike Yastrzemski. He, he's staying right here with his boys. Nestor was at the game with him on yeah. Monday night in Tampa. Yeah. I love that picture of Nestor just looking up at him like, you staying? Please tell us. Yeah, you know, and here's the thing about the bet on himself. Okay, let's remember this could have gone the other way. Okay, um, you know we're giving Judge a lot of credit, and he deserves it. But let's remember where this could have gone if he ends up getting hurt and ends up being uh, 
the more in line with the type of player that we saw in 2018 and 2019 that missed significant time. You're talking about a player who's not worth $30 million a year, let alone 40, right? So he took that bet. He stayed healthy. And what happened the last two years is is pretty significant because he was the player who was having trouble with different you – know, some of them were freak injuries like, like hit by pitch. Others were, you know, muscular injuries. But he basically made – and I know we're, we're, we're just doing the basic subtraction, 360-213, but he figured, Keith, if he had hit, say, 35 to 40 home runs like he did the year before, he's not getting $40 million a year. He's probably get, and he was <laughs> when they made the 213 offer, he was not on the open market yet. So just going onto the open market increases that. He probably made I, I just rough estimate here. The 2022 season made him a hundred million dollars. Basically, it's time like because if you think open market off of a good 30 to 40 home run season, okay, maybe you need to go up to 260 to sign him, 270, 280, something like that, right? 360 comes when you hit 62 home runs in your walk year. That's what happens. He made himself probably an extra $100 million off of one season. Good for him. And the dream might have been to be a San Francisco Giant, but you can't beat being a Yankee, making over $400 million in your Yankees career, having all these accolades, doing it in New York on the main stage. The next thing is the World Series. Someone asked me last night, Sweeney, they said, if he signs that contract with the Yankees, how many World Series does he have to win for it to be worth it? I'm like, it's already worth it, but one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. one. Well, I mean, I, listen, I ask that question a lot because you look back at like Sabathia's contract, Teixeira's contract, A-Rod's contract. They all equaled one combined, right? Um, so I don't know. I, I think one is probably the answer, but, you know, I, 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 that's part, that's probably part of like being greedy and thinking about the dynasty stuff, right? Because like the Phillies will probably tell you Bryce Harper wins once in 13 years, they will consider that a good deal, right? Any of these other like, you and know, they already uh, went to the World Series once. We're trying that. to get back, right? Before we could talk about winning multiple World Series, let's get back and let's win one. Yeah. Francisco Lindor, another example across town, right? One World Series championship would put him in a different place. You know, it's, I think I think then we start trying to rank people in terms of greatness. And this guy has three rings. This guy has four rings. You know, okay. But as far as like making an investment in somebody and wanting that to pay off, you want to win a championship. Okay, you can't win four before you win one, right? Um, and and the Yankees. We talked about this last night. The Yankees are consistently in the playoffs, and whether that model of business is to your liking or not is a different debate but they're always there in the tournament, okay? If you want to win an NCAA championship, you have a better chance by going to Duke than by going to Wichita State, right? Yeah, I was about to say um, Davidson. <laughs> I mean, wherever, yeah, well. Yeah, There's perfect. so many mid-major yeah. and lower yeah, schools so, that, you know, know my that, school, Monmouth University, they get into the dance once go. every 10 years. There you go. King Rice did it well there. I, I feel, But I feel like you know, you're still getting the chance to play and for, since 2017, when Judge was a rookie, the Yankees have been in the playoffs every year. The Giants have been in the playoffs once. And I, that has to be a factor because if you're thinking about legacy, you're thinking about championships. If you're thinking about legacy, you have to think about where you're best served. I can't wait for them to make them captain, for us to hear from the other players, for other players to be signed. 
Go get me Rodon. Man, Nimmo is still on the table. Ben Benintendi, Yoshida. <laughs> yeah, they need outfielders, right? Like they need like the outfield depth is something that is certainly uh, a part of this. They need some help there. Um, the, we talked about the starting pitching. Rodon is actually what do you got there? Oh, you got the I just uh, always uh, flex the three P. There you go. The Ninety two thousand mug. I got. Let's this. get back to it. Let's get back to it. Just win one. Just win. You know, and and that's what the Yankees are, are hoping to do here. They've they've got um, they re-signed Aaron Boone last year, Brian Cashman, Aaron Judge, as as the kids like to say, they're running it back. But they've 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 tried Rizzo. they've tried to make incremental, yeah. And well, and Rizzo was not part of running it back. Rizzo was part of getting better, right? Um, so I feel like they've tried to make uh, some incremental moves here, and we'll see what other big moves they make. The top of the rotation still is something I think it has to be addressed because I think you have some question marks in the middle of the back that um, are probably not great question marks to have going into next season. I, I mean, I just I have a, a renewed faith in the organization. I feel like they knew that this was the only way. They knew they couldn't they couldn't be embarrassed here. They couldn't lose this guy. There was there was no tomorrow, uh, and we got a glimpse of it. Boone said he had an awkward hour. He said yeah. he was showering, getting ready to come down. Like, imagine hearing that news as soon as you check your phone. Like, wait, I got to hurry up and get down there. And, you know, it, it, it energizes the fan base. Everybody wakes up today, December 7th, and Judge is a Yankee, and we're ready for what's to come. They got to improve the team. Obviously, there's some holes. I'm hoping that they are able to trade Josh Donaldson or just strap him to a rocket and send him to the moon. However, uh it, it fires me up. It gets me ready to go. I'm excited to pod and do the show and watch the rest of winter meetings today and this offseason and how the Yankees go about improving the team. Like I said last night, right, we're talking World Series. Judge knows in New York there's one team really that they have to knock off, the Houston Astros, and you're back in it. And he's been to the ALCS three times and lost to them. Going to San Francisco, you got to deal with the Dodgers and Padres in your own division. It's not right. a guarantee. It's, yeah. There's no guarantee. They signed Mitch Hanniger last night. Cool. That, yeah. that doesn't do it. It's already set up here in New York. They won 99 games. They won 100 a couple you know, years before that. They won the division. They're running it back, but they're not running it back. They're a team that should be running it back because they had success. They were one of the final four teams, but they're going to – improve around the edges and i'm excited to see what they do now if they lost judge i wouldn't have been as excited and let's remember like the astros are still the champs right but they lost the cy young award winner um and they they did benefit from excellent health in their starting pitching all year long okay you have to do that again that doesn't always work out things worked out really perfectly for the Astros. That's why they won, end up winning the World Series. Uh, it takes a lot to do that again. It's not easy to repeat. We've seen that happen, that, you know, the Yankees are the last team to do it. So uh, we can see. Uh, going back to Judge and the, and the captain, listen, I, I heard people say, like, you know, ask me part of the discussion, making him captain. Like, that's not worth anything monetarily, okay? If you're saying, you know, you, you weren't going to come in 40 million light and say, but we'll make you captain, that'll make up for the extra 40 mil. You're going to have to bring all the money to the table. And Judge's captaincy really was, you know, people were talking about why wasn't he made captain already? Well, because he wasn't signed. You don't <laughs> make a guy a captain when he hasn't hit free agency yet. He what signs with the Giants and takes his captaincy with him. Honestly, that's kind of silly, right? So you need to, you needed to get him signed. 
And now you can say, okay, there's going to come a point in time and maybe it'll happen, you know, when they, when they announce the deal, maybe it'll happen in spring training or whatever it's going to be, but they can go ahead and, and I, I know, listen, there's different arguments about it. I don't, I don't, you know, Brian Cashman was never a fan of, of actually naming a captain because of just kind of the, the politics of it and, and how it plays out. Probably no harm now. Once you got a guy who's signed here for the next nine years, you know, judges sign here longer than anybody else. Let's remember that. He signed yep. longer than than um, than Brian Cashman. He signed longer than Aaron Boone. He signed now longer than Garrett Cole. He John Carlos Stanton. And Stanton, all of them. DJ LeMahieu. Yep. Uh, I mean, and this, you know, this sets up what we want, right? You want a mix of proven veterans like Judge and Rizzo and DJ and Stanton and Cole. And then you want these young kids to come up and learn from yeah. them. You know, I my whole generation of Yankees fans watched Don Mattingly as the captain, not get it done, but set an example for the Bernie Williams of the world. Shout out Bernie for coming on the show. And then, like, you know, the parallels between Bernie and Judge set up perfect. But it was Donnie as the captain and the model, the Yankee way, you know, for Jeter and for Bernie and Posada and Pettit and for Mo and those guys. Now you have Judge as the model. There, You can't pick a better guy. You can't pick a better example for how to go about your business in New York for Volpe to see, for Peraza to see, for Dominguez to see, and all these young kids coming up. I just feel like the, the Yankees are figuring it out, doing a little bit of both. Their old way, their new philosophy, bring these young kids up, and let's get it started. It, it can actually come together in a special way. I feel it. I, I believe that. And Bernie, you know, mentioned to us last week, if you go back and check out last week's show, that he really believed, like the rest of us knew was possible if he stayed here, that Aaron Judge has a chance to be the next legacy Yankee in line with all the Monument Park guys, all the retired numbers, uh, all of those uh, great Yankees that are one name guys. Right. Um, And those are the kinds of people that, you know, Bernie's a part of that group, too. And uh, who you got there, Jeter? There you yeah, go. Yeah, because you know the Yankees. I said last night, this is a business play for 20 years from now. Because when the Yankees are like, oh, hey, yeah. fans, come out to Derek Jeter night. Oh, no, I mean Aaron Judge night in 2038. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, I, t- I you know, and that's another point for you, okay? Um, I mentioned this before. This is the Yankees media guide from 2022. It's a beautiful picture of Yankee Stadium. That's it. It's just a picture of Yankee Stadium. Okay. If Aaron Judge signed with the Giants, the cover of the 23 media guy would probably be another picture of Yankee Stadium or a Yankee hat or a jersey or something generic. Uh, It's going to be Aaron Judge in his record setting year and his MVP year and all of that on the cover of every Yankee publication. This is what they sell from now until opening day. Opening day, by the way, is against the Giants. Um, now until opening day, they get to sell this. This is their brand. This is who they are. Judge is now part of a legacy. And now he, you know, he has a chance to figure out, okay, is he going to be a, a world champion legacy Yankee? Because he's already got an MVP trophy. He's got a major, you know, he's got an American League record. He's got historic seasons. Um, there's only one other thing that separates great players, great Yankees from the greatest. It's a World Series ring. That's what he's going for. And that's what we're all going for every year. We all know that. We come in expecting a World Series, and I feel like they're close. And when you're close, 
like you said, it, it takes a couple different maneuvers, right? The the Astros lose a guy here and there. Uh, injuries will happen next year. The Yankees will figure out something, and you don't know. But you know that they're in it. They're in the dance every year. It's this new postseason format. We've now got a new schedule where we play every team. And uh, there's also rule changes. We don't know what's about to happen in this next year, but the Yankees have shored up the fan base and shored up this offense and this defense and this roster by retaining the, the guy at the center of all of it. It would have left a huge deficit, a crater in the Yankees universe if they lost Aaron Judge and they did what they had to do to retain him. I'm happy. I'm happy with it. We've got another show coming up for you tomorrow uh, where we'll talk to one of Judge's teammates and uh, get the inside story on how they're feeling about having their leader back, about captaincy, about anxiety over the offseason until Judge came back. That's the big news for today. We'll have more on the Yankees coming up tomorrow uh, in our regularly scheduled uh, edition and episode and broadcast of BXB. For now, it's the Judge's Back edition judges back episode keith you're back on the radio tonight or uh, yeah i'm on after the nets game so like 10 30 to 2 a.m and i'm sure we'll talk about it and i hope there's more moves from the winter meetings not just yankees related moves mets related moves baseball related moves there are teams out there that are trying to get better right the guardian signed josh bell the phillies are going all in um I'm excited to keep this going and talk about it. James yep. Tyone to the Cubs. We should mention that. So the Yankees are still looking to fill out some pitching. It won't be Tyone. who got himself a pretty good four-year deal, and we'll see where else the Yankees go. He's Keith McPherson. Our producer is Ryan Chichester. Thank you all for listening to BXB from Odyssey, WFAN, anywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, review, download, all of those fun things. And we'll be back with another regularly scheduled episode on Thursday, uh, BXB. It's brought to you by Odyssey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.